Welcome to New Gen Network, a podcast online radio show from Ghana, West Africa. Your host is Raphael Okere and co-founder. Gen Writers Club is a show to empowering young African writers to share their writing skills and arts with the world. Join us to listen to our international guest speakers who are ready to inspire and motivate you to your success. That's the journey we've put ourselves on, brother. Like, there are so many things you just have to take the risk to do it. Mm-hmm. Some may make sense, some may not make sense. But yeah, you just get out there, and you don't you don't know who even buys into your story, exactly. you know. And and that's that just becomes the opportunity. And so yeah, yeah. um, let, let's talk about your your films. I'm I'm a big fan of short films and documentaries. In fact, our community has a lot of plans for that. Some members together with me have have, have scripted like a couple of movies. And no, not movies actually, they're short documentaries. And mm-hmm. uh, some are very related with history. Yes, I, I, I don't even know much about <clears throat> your relationship with, you know, um, other races, but I think from the pictures I've seen from you, you're very, you're very familiar with the Hispanics, the Black race, and all of that, right? Yeah, I mean, I've done events and things for all kinds of different cultures and everything. I actually love it, and you know, for me, I'm a big foodie, so it's like I love <laughs> cuisine from all over the world. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, yes, that's great. So we we've actually scripted a couple of. Um, um, documentaries that I want to take with and it, and it has to do with the black race often it has to do with history you know just short documentaries and these documentaries I wouldn't be mentioning it's online for our listeners because it's it's very um, it's very sensitive you know like it's a great piece of art no one has actually thought of it but it came as an inspiration when I visited um the biggest slave castle, which is here in Ghana, and the Elmina castle. That's that's when the inspiration popped up. It is the biggest slave castle in the world, you know. So, yes. And when it came up, I spoke with a couple of youth like me in my community or our community, and they loved it. They loved the idea. You know, some brought their their research works on it. And it was great. Now we just left with <clears throat> getting scenes for it. You know, that means like going out there with maybe some crew or maybe ourselves. We can even do it with mobile phones or whatever. But yeah, we are just left with getting it done. And it's it's an amazing story. So that that's just for it. Um, I wanted us to dive into your film making business and lifestyle have you ever filmed a true story um short film or anything before so i've done like very early when i was in college i I did a 
series of like smaller, shorter like documentaries um, from a few different people that I knew from like my community. Uh, and that was like a fun little mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, it was, it was a fun it, it, like summer of filming different things. Um, so I've done that. As far as like narrative pieces, uh, I haven't really done anything that's like specifically based off of a true story or anything but there are a lot of kind of elements from my life and experiences that have sort of like kind of permeated in some of them um i try to just stay more into like creative more fictional type of stories because i just you know I, i'm i'm so much of a purist like if i was to tell a story oh, okay. probably yeah, if I was to try to tell a story about someone, it would probably just turn into a documentary because I want to tell it exactly as it is and not yes. like make it a, a movie with like interesting subplots and all that stuff. I would just uh-huh. want to tell the story. Um, so yeah, so that's been my experience with film. It's just like I really do want to eventually make like a feature documentary, um, but for right now, I'm sort of in that creative fiction world what I'm like working on for my features and then for the shorts over the years that I've done. Great, great. <clears throat> I would even love us to at some point maybe collaborate one way or the other if only that is fine with you you know because yeah. we, we can do something together that's what just I feel right now. Yeah I mean that's, that's the power of like things like this right like it makes it's, it's we're so far but yet so close because of technology yes and that always astounds me and you know especially growing up with limited technology you know when i was a kid and it's like now you know we have these these abilities to do all of this like remotely and mm. zoom and skype and everything it's, it's quite incredible yes yes i you know i asked you about the true story stuff uh with filming and all of that because I saw this um, short film mm-hmm. on on your on your channel which is my spirit will stay <clears throat> mm-hmm. yep. start sorry my spirit will stay yeah and so for a minute when I was watching it I was like okay let me see what happens <laughs> let me see what happens and then you know the the horror citation the I don't know what that's even called a sing game or you know it was it was just perfect the voice everything was so natural and then after the the whole scene had ended you know she kind of broke down in tears mm-hmm. i was like yeah. oh wait what's up here <laughs> <laughs> that yeah i mean that that short film is very uh very slowly paced it's yeah. kind of designed to just be very it is very slice of life-esque um with some like differing elements as it goes on into the story uh, but yeah that was that was my reintroduction into the short film space that was like me just really trying to i gave myself like two months i was like i want to do a, a extended short film in two months and we're just gonna make whatever happens happens and so i just kind of had to small bits of what it would be and we just for about I think four or five days just kind of filmed all over Baltimore and different places around Baltimore um, and just kind of made this thing happen and so that's really what that became um, 
Yeah, there's never really a, a exact <clears throat> plan with it. Wow. Wow. Oh man, that's fun. Like <laughs> like seriously, when I saw it, I was I was asking like, wait, was she actually telling something like a story that was related to her, that's why she broke down? Or it's it's just fixed now. And then she you know, I was I was kind of confused because she was saying something about going back home, um, you know, all of that. So I thought it was it was something natural, you know, like a true story thing. But I, I believe at the end of the day, the goal was achieved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was just kind of, you know, us, us filming very off the cuff and uh, it, it became what it became at the end of the day. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. So about your upcoming movie, um, mm-hmm. a short film, like how do I even put, put it? Sparrow points, points. Even before we talk about Sparrow points, yo man, I'm so interested in the crew for Sparrow points. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want us to talk a little bit about the crew, man. Yeah, I mean, so Sparrow point is uh, it's it's you know going to be a feature film, so it's it's been taking a, a little bit of time, you know, because. Like I said, I just finished that script. Goodness, mm. that was probably in, in March of this year. So right now I'm, I'm actively like pitching it to producers and over the last few weeks actually, it's, it's, I've gotten in with a few people that seem very promising with it. Um, so hopefully before the year is out, we'll have kind of set in stone that we're gonna start getting funding and capital together to make the film a reality um yeah because right now it's you know i have a really good director attached that's going to step in for that um and sweet producers yes it's sweet it's it's been a journey but it's it's coming together but anytime you make a a big film like that you know it's it's a lot of moving parts just to get it into pre-production so we're getting there (laughs) <laughs> oh man wait let, let, let me just tell my my listeners something in five years we're getting featured on netflix what is what do you say brother <laughs> <laughs> there you go i like that prediction. <laughs> uh, let's go I'll, i'll say go beyond netflix say move like actual big movie theaters across the country bless man <laughs> bless bless i, I love the big <laughs> yes Let's let's just go, man. Let's let's uh-huh. do it. <clears throat> exactly. So yes, um, I I saw a picture of your crew, mm-hmm. and it was quite a number. Yeah. So I, I believe the picture is that's from uh, the last short film I did right before the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. and I got a, it was a great group of people together. And again, it was two days that we filmed. And we just had a lot of fun making. Uh, it was supposed to be a, like a film that was in the style of like French New Wave films from like the 1960s. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so so we had a lot of fun with that because you know it, that style was very kind of off the cuff and uh, a little bit more in comedic tone, which is a little bit different for me. Usually I go more like drama, serious stuff, but you know we went kind of silly with it, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, great group of people that I still keep in contact with now. Great. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to come out again soon enough and, and do another short film together. 
great, great. Uh, who is um, Ami and Andrew? You know, just just tell us something small about Sparrow's Point. You know, like the typical storyline of the of the film. If that is okay for you, because I I know you are still in the pitching process. You are not done getting everything. You know, on point. Is it okay for you to just give a short description, tell us something small about the whole concept? Yeah. Well, so um, you know, Amy and Andrew are the the main couple of the story for Spare's Point, uh, and you know, Amy is this. She's she's supposed to be 21 year old. She's uh, a mix of Chinese and American, has a Chinese mother and American mm. father, uh, and she's kind of this very outspoken girl kind of has this passion and dream of wanting to be a, a theater actress and right now she's kind of working in this small town diner kind of just making ends meet uh, and then Andrew is uh, he's a musician he's a few years older than Amy he's about two years older than Amy so he's like 23 um, and you know again same kind of deal where he's kind of working this menial job just hoping to have like this kind of big break into things but He's a much more kind of like down tempo kind of guy, um, okay. not as outgoing or anything, sort of keeps to himself. Um, and you know, the story sort of revolves around this relationship that they've had that's been pretty tumultuous over the last couple years of their lives. Uh, and the story takes place around this like final day of, of their relationship together, uh, and it's all kind of set against the backdrop of the early '90s in like a, a suburban mm. small town in America. Um, yes. so that's sort of the scope of the project. Oh man, I get a picture now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. That means that the story must be something if, if yes. I can say that much and there's already kind of pictures being painted. Yes, yes. Oh man. Huh. Now I want us to dive into some bit of activity that I run on, on my show that is to you know get more <clears throat> um familiarized with our, our guests you know build some kind of relationship between our guests and the the listeners or our audience and so yeah it's it's quite challenging you would have to answer some questions that you know like it has to do with your social life, you know, but you have to answer them. If you're not too comfortable with them, you just don't go, you you know, you don't go for it. But if you're okay with it, you can answer it. Is that okay with you? Yeah, fine, thanks. Okay. So, um, just a minute. So between <clears throat> a ninth life, you know, like club life, and <laughs> I'm not done. You're even laughing, man. <laughs> and um, you know, a beach relaxation with a couple of friends or family. Which one would you go for? I'm going. I go with the beach. Why do everyone keep on going with the beach on this show? <laughs> I know some people going for the, the club, man. <laughs> yes. Talking to, to 
we're all gonna say until I do something low key. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> between um, poker game and a chess game, which one would you go for? I would actually go. I do the poker just because I honestly mm. can't, I don't know how to play chess. I'll be honest. Okay, this the, this is the first time I'm I'm having you know someone say I don't know how to play chess. I would go for poker. Everyone is always going for chess, 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 chess. Uh huh. No, I'll be, I'll be straight up. I don't, I don't play chess. <laughs> great, great. Um, and then this very last one. Tell us something about Maryland. You know, I know Maryland is a community of a lot of blacks or the the African Americans. Um, I don't know much about Baltimore, where you you live. Yeah. So, can you tell us something small about Maryland? You know the the usual activities there, the the life, the way of culture, everything. You know something small for those of us who are not too familiar with Maryland. Yeah, Maryland is you know it's cool because we're you know right on. So we we enjoy uh, crabs. We love eating crabs here, um, and it is it's a big I call it it's a big melting pot of different cultures. There are a lot of African American. There's a lot of Latino, uh, you know, and then of course just white people and everything. So it's it's a good mixing pot, and you get a lot of different personalities throughout Baltimore. Um, so I always enjoy it because it's it's a very lively city, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like music and everything here, uh, and it's just interesting because it's you do you get so many different personalities, um, and it's like an older Thanks so much for joining us today, um, Daniel Hans. I'm, I'm so much grateful for <clears throat> this nice conversation, and I'm looking forward to a very more impactful conversation in the future when you're featured on Netflix. I hope you won't reject. <laughs> I hope you won't reject my emails when I finally see that you're on Netflix, and I'm oh, trying yeah. to get you for an interview. <laughs> I'll always be happy to take some time to talk to my friends. No, no email rejection here. I, I, I answer all the emails. <laughs> bless, bless, bro. Thanks so, so much. Once again, once again, this is the network, uh, New Gen Network show, and today our guest is Daniel Hess, all the way from Maryland, the United States. We had an amazing conversation. We had a very Oh wait 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 wait, bro! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think I really did discover a lot of ads from your profile. Are you the ads fan or the book fan? The how do you mean? Like, are you more of ads an ads person or more of a reading books person? Oh, so. Well, I like, I mean, I like both, but, you know, to me, like, I, anytime I have the chance to sit down and read a book, it's like, 
there's I feel like there's a lot more going on in my mind when I'm reading so I just love that, <laughs> yes, that yes. feeling because there's just so much going on even though it doesn't seem like it is because you're just sitting there reading but yeah mm-hmm. I love diving into a good book any day give us give us one book you know I, I just want one book I one really book like one book I can live with at least to go make a literary section <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I kind of discovered through the pandemic like the work of Ernest Hemingway and for me like I really love I mean everybody talks about the old man in the sea like that's his like classic novel but I mean that is just it's a it's a really really good book and it's short too I mean you can read that book in like a day okay um, but it's, it's so succinctly written that's what I really enjoy about that book the old man in the sea yep that's 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 my off the cuff recommendation okay <laughs> by who please uh Ernest Hemingway and next Hemingway yeah Ernest Hemingway All right, bro. Thanks so, so much to our listeners. Uh, this was another exciting moment with Daniel Hess. Catch us same time next week. It'll be fun. I promise, just like today. And don't forget to check our description um, of this episode to connect with us if you would want to donate to support our One Book, One Child project. Um, for kids in my village <clears throat> don't don't hesitate to just check it out it's absolutely optional you know? so thanks once again for joining us we'll catch this vibe same time next week tschüss bye bye